Reese. I'm Mitchell Boone, and you're listening to The Day After Sunday. A brief but nerdy conversation about yesterday's worship at White Rock United Methodist Church. We talk about what caught our attention, stories we forgot to tell, and ways that we saw the Holy Spirit moving among us. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Mitchell. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's the odd day. The one day between Advent 4 and Christmas Eve. It's a, yeah, it's a weird day. Even if you're in the normal world, not in the church world, it's a weird day because you have like a one day work week. Right. Or two if you have to work Christmas Eve and then a day off and then two more days. It's very odd. It's just a strange, strange place to be. Yeah. I told, I realized that Christmas Eve is tomorrow um, and about hyperventilated. It's okay though. (laughs) We're all ready for it. I'm putting the finishing touches on the old Christmas Eve sermon. I'll try not to have any huge typos in the bulletins. It'd be great. I I did feel better though. Victoria, it's just been an off difficult, you know, like week for a lot of us. Victoria had a major typo too, so I felt better. Not that she did, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not alone. (laughs) You're not alone. You're not alone. We're not after perfection. Right. Well, I guess we are in a theological sense. Sure. But God um, God is perfecting us. We don't have to achieve it. (laughs) We uh, we had a great worship service yesterday, and I say it was great because um, it was we were out in an hour. <laughs> yeah, right. We've had great worship services that are longer too, but it was nice to be. We yeah, were out in an hour, down to the minute. It was ten fifty three to eleven fifty three. Impressive. I know. So if you weren't in worship with us, uh, you can um, listen to my sermon on this podcast channel. You can also find check out it the on. Facebook live feed. Yeah, our Facebook page. I'm really enjoying the new camera yeah. and the new audio. Yeah, Very and crisp. we've added a because we've I've really missed the congregational participation element. Like you really couldn't hear when we first switched over to the new yeah, system. Yeah, so we put up that yeah, house mic. Yeah, it's it's really great because I think as much or more important than any one aspect of the choir or the preacher mm-hmm. or the leader is the congregation being present. Sure. So you can hear them sing and you know, laugh and clap and all that kinds of stuff. So Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, it was good. It was it was heavy in a way. Oops. It was kind of a strange juxtaposition between... Paradox. Paradox, right. Between what you preached about and the music. Yeah, um, oops. <laughs> that's all right. I really did, based on what we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, like Advent for giving people permission, I guess, to arrive at Christmas a little early. You know, mm-hmm. we did sing the... Um, away in a manger right. and first Noel. Right. Um, but yeah, but then you preached about some some pretty heavy stuff. What you experienced at the border. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was, I'd kind of been thinking that I would kind of wrap it in uh, together, like take this story of the Annunciation and the Holy Family, and kind of blend it with with um, what's happening at our southern border. But then after visiting the southern border, I just you knew there was felt no compelled. Yeah. Um, yeah, there really wasn't a choice. And I think what's really um, important is um, is for us to really think about um, what it means uh, for the Holy Family to be like situated and and present in today's world. I, and if we're going to go that route, then we absolutely have to look at it um, in a way that, that shows a holy family um, on the wrong side of the border. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't know any other way to think about the Holy Family um, in today's context without yeah. at least giving it a pass. And it's, yeah, it's become something of a catchphrase, I think, for progressives to say, uh, well, Jesus was a refugee. Um, and the point being is... Not, which it, is true. Which is true, but it, he wasn't. It's not just past tense. Yeah, no, absolutely. What we can't do is think that Jesus was a refugee um, 2,000 years ago and not think of Jesus as a refugee right now. Right. That's why that photo of uh, the Holy Family, uh, that nativity in California at Claremont United Methodist Church, mm-hmm. um, where the fa- Holy Family was separated and put into cages, is so powerful because it's a reminder that we actually have um, baby Jesus, right, being separated mm-hmm. right now on the border. Yeah, It's not past tense, it's present. You're right. Right. Yeah, there was actually, um, so there's a, uh, a hymn writer, Shirley Arena Murray, who is, she writes very powerful hymn texts. Um, and she actually wrote some text to Away in a Manger um, that's ridiculous and hard to <laughs> handle. Um, I was actually thinking about, hey, can we, can we sing this can song? And I just, I just didn't think that we could. Not that our congregation wouldn't receive it, I think, but it would just be so, so, so difficult. Um, yeah. But I do actually want to read it, which is means... It, yeah, before you read it, I just want to... Is there a... Is there like a rendition of that, like, sung? Yeah, I mean, it's to the it's to the Away in a Major But I mean, tune. is there like a video of a choir singing it or I a person singing it? I don't know. It? I, uh, let's see when it was copyrighted. It was copyrighted in 2016, so maybe... Because if we can um, find one, maybe we can link it in yeah. the show notes yeah. so that people can. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna link another song. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, but I mean, so the it's called "Away and in Danger." Mm. Um, but it's to away. It's in a away in a manger tune. Yeah. So just listen to a couple of verses of this. Away and in danger, no hope of a bed. The refugee children, no tears left to shed. Look up at the night sky for someone to know that refugee children have no place to go. The babies are crying, their hunger awakes. The boat is too loaded and shudders and breaks. Humanity's wreckage is thrown out to die. The refugee children will never know why. Come close, little children. This is where you get some hope. We hold out our hand in rescue and welcome to the shores of our land. In Aroha, touching your fear and your pain with dreams for your future when peace comes again. And Aroha is um, a Maori word that means embracing love. So there is a little bit still of, of that um, hope. Hope, <laughs> But man, those first two verses are tough. Yeah. Um, I, we need the hope. Um, hopefully that's what we get tomorrow night. Eli posted as we return from the border. Mm-hmm, I saw that. Um, Christer, our good friend Christer, um, responded in that post with a Josh Ritter song mm-hmm. called The Gospel of Mary. Which I had never heard until you played it um, this morning. Here's some of the lyrics from that one. Far less hopeful, maybe. <laughs> a man offered a change of luck, all we had for a cargo truck with 50 others in the back. They shut the door behind us. It got so hot we could not breathe, Joseph and my boy and me. When we arrived, the sky was black. That's where I buried Joseph. The river stole away my shoes. The soles of both my feet were bruised. My boy lay silent in my arms. 
His dreams were deep and soundless. The day was long, the sun was high, a hammer on an anvil sky. By the wall I fell and cried, for death was all around us. A land that welcomed strangers in, a land that beckoned like a friend. If I had a chance again, I'd rather die than take him. The the holy family got away, a simpler time, a simpler place. And Egypt stretched out its great hand to welcome them with mercy. Now Joseph's dead out on the road. My boy is gone and I don't know where he is or where I am. With every breath, it hurts me. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I know. That's just gut-wrenching. It is. Um, And it's happening. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes Christmas uh, particularly difficult this year Um, for me personally, just because I'm seeing it. I saw it firsthand. I think we all can kind of see it if we if we really want to. We can we can not look away. I think it's easy to choose to look away what's happening. Um, And then, you know, we have to. We have to be reminded that even when God chooses to show up in the world, that does not that does not somehow just create um, peace immediately, right? right? We're still waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Jesus's birth into the world uh, causes chaos and death and uh, sadness mm-hmm. and grief. And mm-hmm. um, and I think that we have to be able to hold the, the tension, hold the paradox between like the hope, the peace, the love, the joy that we so desperately need, and the fact that yes, we still reside in a broken and fallen world, one in which we are um, in desperate need of God's presence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and hopefully, like you said in your sermon, the paradox of Christmas, the you know the the death and life, the sin and grace, um, comes through when we when we experience the whole story you know that there are complexities and shadows like we talked about last week too right. um in the words that shelly read the the right. shadows are necessary because they make the light more complex and more complete yeah and i mean it goes all the way back let's go all the way back to genesis one right god created um the heavens and the earth god created the land and the sea god created yeah. the light in the midst of darkness, right? Mm-hmm. But but there is still this contrast, mm-hmm. and I think that we have to realize that the the world is not as it should be. Yeah. Um, but Jesus's birth provides contrast to the brokenness we see. Right. And the shadows the, until until God makes all things new. Yeah, right? I tell the choir that a lot when we were singing Advent hymns and anthems. Um, you know, this is why we need Emmanuel. The the why is this? Advent is really the why of Christmas. Um, we wait and totally. we hope and we try to discover um, the why that we need the Savior to come again. Yeah, and that's why Advent is so important. It's why Lent's important. It's why mm-hmm. Advent's important because without it, then we, um, December 1st, it's just uh, one long holiday party. Right, right. With our ugly Christmas sweaters and our... Mm-hmm. Uh, lights on the outside of the house, the mm-hmm. big inflate. Did you? Uh, what oh, is man. going on with uh, with the inflatable uh, Christmas decoration game right now? They're getting bigger. They're getting huge. Have I was you driving seen down uh, yes. Grand. Yep. Uh, not Grand. Uh, Gaston and Darth Vader with a yes. candy cane. What's going on? Yeah, I know. That's that was surprising. If you are listening to this podcast and you live in that house. <laughs> Tell us, tell us what your thought process. Tell was. us what's up. <laughs> I'm not as saying I'm opposed to it. I'm not. I mean, you do you. That's pretty. It's pretty exciting. But that thing's huge. Yeah. How do you even anchor that down? We want to know. Right. Uh, so Very, yeah. So reach out. It, 
These are the questions. Boone at WRUMC.org. Shoot me an email. I would love to know what's up with that. So anyway, we moved so quickly. I mean, obviously, everyone, it's a running joke. It's a charade now. It's like a caricature of itself. Like, when do we start putting out Christmas decorations in stores, right? And we're like, oh, I can't believe they're out before Halloween or I can't believe they're out before Labor Day or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, But the truth is, yeah, Advent is a critical um, governor on our need to rush to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I am um, I'm thankful that that White Rock has really embodied this in some ways. We've done a really good job with with Advent and being Mm -hmm. and this is why liturgy matters and the liturgical calendar matters, because uh, without it, we just we want sweet baby Jesus yeah. and the nativity, which, uh, you know, and the, and it's super and now clean. It's here. Yeah. I mean, and now it's here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now it is. And so here. now we really need it. Right. Right. We right. really actually need Jesus to be born yeah. uh, this year to us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Christmas Eve tomorrow evening. Mm. You ready? Uh, and not currently, but I will be by the time it gets here tomorrow. <laughs> I love Christmas Eve. Worship. Yeah. It's going to be really beautiful. We, um, we debated taking away the 11 p.m. service. We did, kind of but shifting. so many people just really love it and respond to it. And we wanted to listen to them. So. We did. We even we gave everyone a choice, an ability to to voice their opinions, and we uh, did. We did a survey. We did. A, we did a survey back in July. Yeah. <laughs> Predict your Christmas plans. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna stick with six and eleven, and I'm gonna preach at six and. Preside and we'll do lessons over the and ta- carols. Well, yeah, yeah, there'll be communion, so yeah. we'll preside over the table. It'll mm-hmm. be beautiful, and it is pretty awesome. Eleven o'clock though, when it's like eleven forty-five, and you're walking outside, and yeah. you're like, "Ah, oh, it's Christmas." Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. It is. Cool. And I grew up in smaller churches than White Rock is, and so we actually, we it was much more feasible when we had a smaller group than it would be with our our full group here. But we actually left with our candles like processed out into the night singing silent night which was really cool it was truly a bridge into the outside world um that was just a a lovely time but not really practical when you have hundreds of people yep and the balcony's clean the balcony is clean well yes the balcony is free of stuff it will be like i said it will be set by tomorrow night (laughs) we've got a lot to do we got to get off this podcast hey are we gonna do uh post-holiday pod like we did post-Thanksgiving. Invite some uh, some guests on here and talk about food again? or <laughs> I'd totally do that. Talk about um, uh, our, what gifts we received and what we did over what the break. What gifts we gave. What gifts we Mitchell, gave. It's much more important than what we received. I agree. <laughs> we can talk about what kind of ham we made. Right tamales or not you know right, all that right. stuff i yeah, think we're gonna do it let's up. do it all right we'll set a date uh it'll be it'll be early january uh, early january post christmas post christmas post new year's post christmas post new year's holiday pod and then we're gonna keep rolling into 2020 with this thing yeah it's gonna be good all right new i hope decade if you're listening to this you may be traveling so see you in the new year yeah be safe. uh if you are listening to this uh, and you are in town tomorrow night, join us at 6 or 11 6 or both. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Merry Christmas. You're listening to a podcast recorded at White Rock United Methodist Church in the heart of East Dallas. 
For more information, you can find us at wrumc.org. And make sure you stay subscribed to this channel to stay up to date with all of our content.